Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Delusions of Dusty Nostrils. Hope you guys are doing well out there. I believe it's a beautiful sunny day here in Long Beach, probably 80 degrees. And I uh, hope the weather's nice where you're at, or if it isn't nice, you're in somewhere nice. And it doesn't matter. I remember there was a winter where I didn't have to work at all. I was basically my stepdad's. I think I was 39 years old. I was my stepdad's personal assistant. And if it was too snowy of a day or just too cold, he wasn't going to get out, you know. What am I going to assist him with? He's retired, you know. It was kind of a gift job. And uh, there'd be several days where he would call me and say, well, I'm not gonna come over the next couple days, you know. It's just too cold. There's no point to get out. I'm like, yep. So I'd wake up six, seven, eight in the morning, whatever. Look outside in Grandpa's nice place. Grandpa's gone, it's just me there. I'm just passing time waiting for the weekend when Mason would come over. And I'd look out there and see that white snow. Look at the temperature, it's like 70 in the house. 23 degrees outside and think, man, if I could just hold this space. I did, no smartphone back then, I had a Kindle. A Kindle was my smartphone. If I would think, if I could just hold this space, hold your breath in and make that moment last where you don't have to do anything, you can just enjoy that day. Well, I, I really took advantage. I really enjoyed that summer. I'd get out and jog when it wasn't too icy. And, um, as long, I, think, I think my rule was as long as it was plus 25 degrees and... Anything around 20 degrees, there has to be no wind. If you're talking 20, if you're talking 30 degrees and it's 14 mile per hour winds, I'm gonna pass. I can go 18 degrees, no wind. You know, it's the wind is the killer if you ask me. I don't think you asked me, but if you ask me, that's what I'm going to say about that. I found a nice little spot here in the shade. I'm in this really nice long, um, I guess it's a north-south type of, uh, uh, I guess it's like a park, common ground area, but not a park. There's a few trees. It's right next to the uh, Shoreline Drive in Long Beach and the marina. I walk through here all the time if the uh, marina's busy. And um, there are a few homeless people you have to avoid at night, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, and by a few, I mean like maybe maybe two or three tents and a couple people just kind of laying out. Um, but honestly, yeah, for here, it's almost like it's non-existent, so you don't have to deal with anything crazy. But uh, yeah, it's beautiful little area right here off of uh, Shoreline Drive. And I guess when you watch the uh, Long Beach Grand Prix on ESPN, I'm looking at traffic right now, the cars, they close this road off and the cars go zooming down here. You know, those open wheel racing cars go, they go zooming through here, if they ever bring that back. Um, I told my girlfriend, I said, hey, they'll have a gay pride this month. You know, we missed it last year. And she said, no, they, um, they said like the mandate was lifted too early or something. So they had to pull out, pull out. Uh, you know, they have book hotels and venues and whatever. So why isn't anyone talking about that? Is that fair? You shut down gay pride month? I just walked down Broadway today. And I was walking, yeah, west is toward the beach, of course. So I was walking east on Broadway. Basically just almost got outside of the East Village. And to me, it gets real shady when you get outside of the East Village. 
because it's the art district and there's some homeless crazy people but it's not violent or anything you know it's the art district for the love of god but on broadway i noticed um there were uh, rainbow flags um on the crosswalks so we're obviously a very liberal cool city here we're i say we're like like a guy who likes the uh, tampa bay buccaneers and he says we're doing good this year <laughs> so yeah the city of long beach very liberal, and uh, there's the, it's Gay Pride Month in June. Two years in a row, you're shutting down Gay Pride Month? How come no one's talking about that? Aren't the woke people? I'm mad at the woke people. You guys aren't doing your job. You do a lot of other stuff. Well, do your job here and shut things down. Say, we want Gay Pride Month now. Actually, don't shut it down. I cannot handle cars in the, I can't handle people in the street. Real simple, right guys? Cars in the street, people at the crosswalk. Do you know how many people I saw today? I, today I had a weird morning. I had to move Jesse's car and my car. Just anyone who lives in the city, it's nothing. But if you've always lived on a subdivision, cul-de-sac, or a uh, rural area, then it, it is a lot. I had to move two cars. I put my car on a timer for two hours so I could go back, uh, get Jesse's car an hour later, move, hor move horrors, out of the way to that timer so I can move mine back. Anyway, I had to, ended up getting back on the same street where we live on, but there was like timing issues and, and I wasn't good at it. And uh, I thought to myself, man, I could have to be, I could be a valet all day long, hating my job, moving people's cars all day long, you know? And I think all I have to do is go move a couple cars. Nah, I was still mad after like 10 minutes. It really, the whole job probably took two hours and eventually happened to go, I, I went to go get something to eat too. But yeah, it's just, anyway, city life, no big deal. Life in the big city, as Tim Dillon says. What are you going to do? Life in the big city. Life in the big city, okay? So yeah, I moved some cars. Now I'm chilling for a little walk. And I found this nice little spot, so I figured I would uh, talk to you guys and see how you're doing catch up with you much better spirits today talk about bipolar right not perfect but I have hope again <laughs> I could dangle that carrot one more day it's bad when I it's, it gets bad when I feel like I can't dangle the carrot and you tell me hey but you know next week this could come up this or that and I can't even hear that I'm, I don't tell you that but I'm eh, sometimes I do I go I go basically just say no no it won't and then you have to go okay well, if you don't think it's going to happen, then it won't. I mean, we think that's how it works, right? Biology of belief. I always try to remember what Charlie Carter told me about the biology of belief. Um, my friend Frank asked me a question one day, and he asked me how I manifested it. And I never thought about it from his angle. And as I'm thinking about it now, it's magic. I don't know how to do it. And I even told him I don't know how I did it. But it was something I'd always thought about and something I always wanted. And he just reminded me. And he goes, well, hey, you've done that. Uh, how did you do that? And my honest answer to him was, I don't know. So power of the mind, right? I was, boy, I was blocking it yesterday. I think if a great opportunity would have came yesterday, I would have fucked it up. Because... I would have. I think I would have found the negative in it. I hope it, if it was a nice opportunity, I would have been open to it. Gosh, I hope so. But boy, I was in that dark headspace. 
uh, I was disappointed that I felt so good, but I don't feel good. You know, I was like, I am like so super healthy. I'm super healthy. I'm doing good. I feel good, but I don't feel good. It was that, it was that kind of vibe. And that was scary. What, what was I going to talk to you guys about? What was I saying? Oh, something about moving cars. Why was that important? Oh, real simple. It was just the crosswalks. Moving cars today, um, going to the grocery store just to get a couple little things. And I just saw numerous people just, they hit the crosswalk sign and then they just proceeded to walk like it was just kind of like a ritual. I would watch them in a busy city, seventh biggest city in California, in the East Village of Long Beach. I watched three different couples, we'll say couples, three different groups of people hit the crosswalk and just proceed to walk across with the little red hand up. I waited, I felt like such a square, but that's how I do it. I, I, I respect societal norms and city planning. I respect city planning. So then I tap the thing and I wait about another minute or two and then it takes forever and I say, God damn it, but I still am not gonna walk across the street like those guys, that's bad etiquette. That is something my rich, noble European gentry relatives, I wouldn't want them to see me behaving even though I'm poor and they didn't leave me with any money and they fucked me. I'm not mad at them. But I also th think I wouldn't want them to see me behaving like a savage. I think they'd be proud of me respecting city planning. So I wait a couple minutes. The little white fellow shows up and I can walk across the street and I walk across the street. And then the next, the next intersection or two, same thing. I saw the same thing two or three times then I saw, then I saw the thing where, then I had to, moving the cars, two times people walked across the street, again, not using the crosswalk. This, I was on the street seeing them not use the crosswalk, tapping it, doing the ritual. Now I'm in the car and two times people walked across the street on me. And it was really like open, you know, if they weren't there, I had a perfect open opening to where I needed to go in the city, it was perfect. And here they come, strolling across the street as slow as possible. And I don't have air conditioning right now, so I'm thinking, oh yeah. Take your time, sweetheart. Just please. Yes, sir. You too. You able-bodied, healthy individual. Just, yeah, slow it down. At ease, sir. Take your time. <laughs> See, old Sam Tripoli joke. I saw one dude, and I thought of Tripoli, when he says, How come the fastest people on the planet walk the slowest across the street, huh? Ah. Uh. I don't know. Sometimes it's unreal. I don't know if I made this up or not, but I'm going to take credit for it. Life is short. Who cares? Sue me, I guess, if you don't like it or if you know who said this. But I like saying you can never be too poor or too rich to be kind and be polite. You know, it doesn't take any extra effort for someone to bump into me and I say, hey, excuse me. I didn't do it, but, you know, that's not the hill I want to die on. You know, even when I have a bad attitude, I'm not going to get into arguments with people over nothing. I'd rather just move on with my day, you know, being miserable in my own head. I don't need to have an argument with people or, um, you know, uh, what are examples like, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. I, I don't want to argue with anyone. I'm, I'm very, um, what do you call that? Amicable, I'm very amicable and non-confrontational. So um, I definitely would wear a shirt in the store if I want service, you know. I wouldn't want to de debate that with them, that I deserve to be in their store without my shirt on. You know, even if I 
don't believe you should have your shirt on. You should be topless in there if you want to, but if they require a top, I just figure for me and my sanity, it's just easier to obey for that moment. Obey. Remember that Obey clothing line? I had a couple of those shirts. I felt like I was going somewhere and I sidetracked myself. That's okay. That's okay. We can all watch it. Um, if the brain just really, really fails and I repeat the same things over and over, but it's, I should notice and I don't, then hopefully that decline, hopefully that cognitive decline will be interesting. I'm taking the uh, C60, uh, uh, I'm taking that C60 product, that miracle cure. It's good for your cells. I've been taking that for almost a month. Not only do I not feel any better, I think I feel worse. But I have another bottle of it, so we're going to uh, we're going to give it the old college try next month and see if I feel any better. It's uh, with my discount. It's uh, 87 bucks a month. To me, for me, that's that's steep for a supplement. But if it's the miracle cure that uh, Ponce de Leon was looking for. I'd pay double for that. I'd pay more if I had more money. Um, yeah, so what I'm supposed to remember is get out of my own way when it comes to money and let it money grow, money flow, money come, and money grow some more, that type whatever. I'm supposed to remember that, and I'm supposed to remember biology of belief and um, think in terms of abundance over scarcity. You know, you start like rubbing a couple of pennies together, a couple of nickels together, and thinking small, the next thing you know, you, you do have small problems. Or you have big problems, but you have small money. But doesn't Dave Chappelle say that's the, uh, that's the um, law of attraction? And he goes, well, what's that have to do with putting a cheeseburger in someone's poor's mouth, you know, in the third world? So, you know, it, it, uh, does everything have a point, or is everything horseshit, you know, or is it all just various degrees? Is everything gray? Are there any truths anymore? Or were there ever any truths? You know, I think the only reason I have any understanding of morals is just because I've aged, you know? When I was 20, I don't think I had any understanding of morals. And, and science-wise, doesn't, isn't that one excuse for that is our prefrontal lobe is not developed until we're 25. So when I'm 20, I'm just making monkey brain decisions. I'm 48, so I'm not, I don't make monkey brain decisions anymore. Um, but also, I'm just a child that got older, you know. It's not like some great wisdom has come to me. There's some pattern recognition, absolutely. Pattern recognition, absolutely. Uh, intuition, you know, has grown. Um, we've talked about this before, but, you know, Floyd Mayweather, you know, when you go, when they go to punch him, his muscle memory, his pattern recognition, you know, he can just pick everything apart. You know, just that brain is just what they call it, chunking data, chunking data, data, <laughs> data, data. Yeah, I guess your brain is just chunking data from all the pattern recognition. And he's like a little scientist just discovering what your one, two, three move and watching. I guess he watches you the first few rounds and kind of sizes you up and downloads your pattern. And he's like, okay, now I got you. Now I got you. I don't think I've ever seen him get tired. I've seen Floyd Mayweather get rocked by Madonna and by Sugar Shane Mosley. But he was very smart and he clenched. You know, he's very smart when he was hurt and he shook it off. Amazing. So, but I think I saw him lose a fight, which is arguable because he's 50-0. I, I would say if you ask me, 
again, did you? Doesn't matter. If you ask me, I would say he lost that Madonna fight. I watched that a few weeks ago. I say he lost that fight. Uh, that even just the punch by punch count, he lost that fight. Who am I, Max Kellerman? Let me get a little drink of water here. I've been watching some old Brody scopes lately, and um, I, I like his angry ones. I like his angry ones just because I'm I'm an angry fellow. I like his angry ones because I think that's me. That's me. I'm smiling on the outside and I'm angry inside. Telling myself, he was telling himself, don't let it get to you. Don't pay attention to the media. And he's mad talking about something. I'm like, yes, self-aware and still doing it. Boy, it's a beautiful day out here. I think I'm going to do this more, more often. I had a long walk and just come out here and just sit and chill and just sit and chill for a few minutes. Maybe talk to you guys sometimes and maybe other times here. Just meditate out here. That's another thing, man. For an, for, a, for an amicable maniac like me, meditation is key. Do I do it anymore? No. I haven't meditated since I was a yoga practitioner. And I think the two went together real well because you beat the, those old yogis know what they're doing, right? They know what they're doing. Beat the body up real bad, then that mind can quiet down. And I just don't beat that body up hard enough. I just do a little maintenance exercise is basically what we're doing. We're doing maintenance. I'm a maintenance man. But man, that C60, that supplement is supposed to be magic because it's supposed to make your cells act like they're new cells again. And if they act like they're new cells again, then your telomeres aren't damaging, right? Telomeres, those, the connective tissue, like the coax cable, the little coax cable, the connective tissue between your... Uh, chromosomes. Is that right? Who cares? One of my scientists. But um, I've always was told that the end of your telomeres, uh, as you age, they lose their ability to transmit the signal real well. And the end of those tips sort of look like your shoelaces. And when your shoelaces get really, really shitty, yeah, that's what starts happening to your telomeres. And they can't, uh, they can't send that cable signal correctly to your cells so the cells don't get the proper signal. They get a shitty signal. Yeah, so anyway, the C60 for $87 a month is supposed to help that. You know, I mean, I don't know what Joe Rogan does for supplements, you know, testosterone, HGH, those sort of things. Um, did, he, did he ever have Ray Kurzweil on the podcast? I know he had Aubrey de Grey on. Thank goodness he had Aubrey de Grey on. That was so cool. Um, I w I'll tell you guys about me interacting with Aubrey de Grey sometime. That was kind of cool. What a nice guy. Freaking, he's a what, a bio... Wait, what is his title? I forgot. It's been so long since I've read up on Aubrey de Grey, but he was one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite smart guys. His, uh, his quest for uh, defeating aging. He's a biogerontologist. Yeah, whatever that means. Um, yeah, I really wanted him to be on Rogan, so I emailed uh, Dr. de Grey and told him I'd love to see him on the show. And he's like, can you make that happen? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm just a fan, but I'll try. So I contacted, uh, I contacted the gentleman, a super nice guy that books. Sorry, I was watching a car go zoom, zoom down the, down the shoreline drive there. Uh, I contacted Matt Staggs and uh, asked if he could put Dr. DeGray on. And I want to say maybe a month or two later, next thing you know, Dr. DeGray flew over from... Uh, from England and he was on the podcast and I think he's done it twice now so if you ever want to know about uh, 
the quest for ending aging with a really cool wizard-looking fellow who's pretty laid back. It's a good podcast on Rogan, Dr. DeGray and Joe Rogan. What was I talking about that for? There was a point to that. I was hoping, I had a couple different ways to go and I was hoping I would find it back and boy, it's not, it's not. I just hope that's entertaining. I hope that's entertaining to think, oh wow, we were talking about palm trees and we never went to that and never went back. I hope that's not super annoying. Oh gosh. Man, beautiful Monday out here. What were we talking about, gentlemen? Ladies and gentlemen? I doubt there's any ladies that listen. I highly doubt that. It's possible, though. It is possible. All right. I will talk to you guys later. I'm going to head home and get something to eat. Have a nice day. Be good to each other. Peace and love. Peace and love.